0: What's up, After Buzzers? We're talking kidnappers. We're talking about the Getty house and the craziness happening there. Apparently, Getty and Penelope have not been intimate in a while. We're also talking $600 ransom and so much more. Stay tuned.
1: You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion After Buzz TV. And now. Let the buzz begin
0: if this This song I I really wanted to open it open with it because it just played such a huge role. That's probably my favorite scene. We'll get into overall thoughts and all that good stuff. Um, this was a good representation of this episode yeah and there
1: was good music throughout like, yes
0: i love this show It's giving us good music uh what's up guys thank you so much for tuning in we're here episode four so much to discuss uh i'm your host juliette and i have my lovely co-host to my left how are you doing mina i'm doing
1: awesome Love good. The show today.
0: good 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 i'm monique loveless and
2: i'm doing great i'm super excited to get into it good so what what were your thoughts on
0: this episode
1: I liked it so much more than last week's episode. Really? Yeah, I really liked it way more. I thought Mm -hmm. that there was a lot there. A lot of Italian, too. (laughs) I was just saying that, like, thank God I downloaded Duolingo. (laughs) I've been fresh up on Italian. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, it was good. It was so good.
2: Um, I I actually did like this episode. Like I said, last week's episode was kind of um, slow, but... Yeah, this episode picked up a little more. I don't know. I think I'm waiting for the... I'm an action person, so I think I'm waiting for all the action to take place. Mm
0: -hmm. So... I get what you're saying. It's true that this episode had way more meat in it. I feel like a lot, so many layers were cutting back between the kidnappers, the mom, Getty, so just a lot more there. Mm -hmm. In a way, I think last episode was very fast-paced, but in its own different way. Yeah. And, yeah, I really, really liked it. We, as you mentioned, open up, we we have a lot of Italian, Mm -hmm. and we get to know a little bit more about these Italian men and their whole ordeal with uh, this kidnapping. What, you know, with... Just looking at this first scene, were you thinking, okay, we're dealing with these guys who really know what they're doing, it's getting really intense, or were you seeing, ooh, they don't really know, are they in for something they're not really prepared for?
1: Are you talking about when they take the picture initially, or are you talking about Primo when he's...
0: I'm talking about Primo. This episode kind of opened up with Primo and his uncle, I believe. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yes. Um... I felt like Primo knew what he was doing Mm -hmm. and the other people, the other two were a little bit more skeptical, maybe a little bit more level-headed, I'm not really sure, but just you can tell that that scene really showed that Primo was like this alpha male that really needed to be in charge, very condescending in the way he talked to people as if they were his inferiors, Right, talking to his uncle like he's below him. It's just, there's like a clear lack of respect and he... Walks in places as if he owns the place. So I think it's indicative of things to come mm-hmm. and how his personality is really going to like show up at its worst, mm-hmm. uh, maybe worse than what we've seen so far in this episode. Right. And Moni, do you think he's? Do you think he's the guy for the job?
2: Uh, who, Primo? Mm-hmm. Um, clearly he's the guy for the job. I think it's the people that he's surrounded by it are kind of like whatever. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> I don't know if they're incompetent. I wouldn't say I wouldn't go that far, but I would say it's more like whatever you wanna do. They're more of followers. I'm not really sure why. I never understood that. But they're more of like you tell us what to do and we'll do it. Um, maybe it's because they all feel like they're gonna get a cut of the pie. Mm-hmm. But um I yeah, he's definitely in charge. He's definitely the guy for the the kidnapping job. <laughs> The, so, but. the whole
1: time I was thinking, and this might be a little naive, but I was literally thinking, why don't they just kill Primo? <laughs> like, what does Primo have? Against no, them I thought about that, that too. Yeah, like, does is there someone else that would come after them were they to kill Primo?
2: Yeah, those are what if questions I had because when they had the gun, I was just like, when he handed them a gun, it was just kind of like. Mm-hmm. why don't you just kill him
1: yeah. yeah like
2: so that yeah that was a huge question mark right there
0: i think he's such an alpha male and he just in, is so imitating to uh, into, i can't find the intimidating. Word. intimidating intimidating for a lot of people right we've seen him kill a lot of people it's only been a few episodes this mm-hmm. far and yeah i wouldn't want to mess with him he seems very connected so, yeah. But uh, in opposite, we're going back and forth in this episode between the kidnappers and also
1: the Getty house, which mm-hmm. I know was really lacking last episodes. Were yeah. you guys excited yeah. to see the Getty household again? It was so nice to have that brought back into the picture so you can see, like, the juxtaposition between this rich, wealthy family and then the conditions that... Paul Getty the Third is living in. Mm-hmm. So it was a nice contrast there.
2: It was. I'm glad to have it back in that uh, arena to the Sutton place. I love it. Um, the back and forth, like you said, had the juxtaposition, which is really it was
0: really good. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like it mirrored a lot also about what's actually going on. Because tell me Okay, tell you you guys tell me if you think this is a stretch, but I felt like the women, Getty's women are kidnapped and they're living in their own kidnapping of their own. They obviously have free will, but we as we see more and more into this world, he knows when they leave the house. He, they're they're stuck in a way and they're living in this own institution in mm-hmm. opposition with uh Getty the, f- right. the Paul who's yeah. who's kidnapped as well. Is that that, that was Super
2: interesting to me. I, I was like, like oh my gosh, when he when he named when he started naming the times, I was like, what's he naming the times for? And then he said, these are the times that you left out the house talking to uh Penelope. Uh, micromanager. And I was like, By the minute. Oh my god. Yes. It was like 38, 37. 10 38, 11, <laughs> 11, And I'm like, like, <laughs> she can't leave the house. Like, that was that was. Like, an amazing, amazing, um like, setting. And that was really well. I, I was like, oh, wow. I cannot believe that they're kind of
1: in their own.
2: But yeah, then Penelope. But, yeah. But Penelope said, you it you choose to be here
1: yeah that was exactly what so I was saying. so when she thinking. said that i was like she's like no one's telling you that you have yeah, to stay here nobody's telling they you you have to stay act here like it's kind of like stockholm syndrome like they like empathize with their captor and they're just stuck there but they mm-hmm. like it and they think you know this is like it, they it's like a perk to be there it's like the beauty and the beast like i'm going to be in the castle and enjoy this beautiful place exactly. but be miserable what is the point point? Right, and then you you see paul who's so happy with like, the, the little things in life, like, being in the river and seeing nature around him. And you see how, like, all of these Italians are like, oh, Los Angeles, what is that like? What is this beautiful place like? And it's just so funny how, you know, they have when you contrast. come from that, you don't really crave that anymore. You don't yeah. see it as this magical land. Yeah,
2: and that's what I was saying, you know, a few episodes ago when it was kind of like, oh, I in art? It's just kind of one of those things, like, you've seen it. So it's... I... I the women that scene was amazing to me because it did really just show how kind of everybody in this getty he's he has this world that is just so kind of effed up like honestly you have four women you call them to the room you're clocking their time you're like and it's like mentally everyone around him is unstable And it's just one of those things. Like, even when they had the ransom note, they were just kind of like, is he going to, like, really? And they were like, no, he's he's going to be a grandpa. He's going to, like, finally say, yes, I will give the money. I will be there for
0: you. And he was just
2: like, you guys are trying to play
0: me. Well, I think that's a... It's oh. an, it was an interesting thing that they brought up, and we saw this with the mother, and we saw this with Getty. At this time, um, prior to half, towards the end of the episode, he, everyone except for the mother thinks that this is a, a hoax, that this is not really going on. And as we see in one of the scenes, a lot of people always reach out to Getty, because he is the most rich man on earth, mm-hmm. <laughs> asking for charity. And he always responds, I don't deal with charity cases. So he's dealing this as that situation.
2: Yeah, cuz they had they had already informed like this is multiple times that they have said a kidnapping and it really hasn't been. So I I I don't it, I, as a mother, of course, you should, all they have to do is name the dogs and she's going to be like, "Oh my gosh, you really have him." Mm-hmm. Um but it it is one of those things like you have to really put yourself in, you know, the third, you know, uh John Paul the 3rd uh well, the first one senior his shoes because it's kind of like if you get these things type of things all the time, yeah, you can name some dogs but you can look that up somewhere or you can figure that out some way or you could have been in contact with him. We don't know. He's on drugs. He's with everybody like, you know. So I can kind of get where he's coming from at first.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. Th- I think it is understandable. Um, we what I thought was also funny is seeing this poor lawyer who's been corrupt into dealing with this negotiation. Yeah, who definitely is becoming an alcoholic throughout the show. <laughs> 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 poor thing, but a that also introduced with him
1: calling and having so much trouble I proving I was laughing so hard <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing I literally rewound that mm-hmm. scene to watch it again because it was so entertaining when he was getting like really frustrated mm-hmm. where he's like trying to get it in the newspaper <laughs> this huge headline nope. story about J. Paul Getty third being kidnapped and the lady on the other end is like would you like it to go in this section or in the sports section or in the news section? He's like, I don't effing care. Just get it in there. Right. Fine, news. That's fine. And, <laughs> and I was dying yeah. as
0: entertaining as that was, it just was so layered because it showed that there's so many people out there doing this. Mm-hmm. It's a different time period, right? Mm-hmm. It's not happening now. This is happening years and years ago where yeah. you don't have... Um, the media and the way we have do, you have now you don't have social media, you don't have mm. all these things that right. news travels really quickly mm-hmm. and it's a lot easier to pretend like you have the Getty, you know, and so everyone wants a piece of the pie, everybody wants some money and this po- uh, the, his poor mother's getting calls all the time, she was mentioning some were fake, some were just jokes, some people were just cruel and I just was like, oh I was just cringing, how do you know how do you know when they well, went to
1: the dogs that's how yeah <laughs> well she
2: knew because of the dog names but when when um she tried to introduce it like I said when she tried to introduce it to um you know his grandpa early on he still was just kind of like well he has something to do I mean Claire he's came and asked me for money this is happening now he like even if this is not like even if this is real it's still fake because it's a
0: snowball effect yeah
2: like there are so many trust that's so many trust issues there so it's kind of like how do you get this man to really believe this it's i i feel like it's a layer of things that you would have to do to really her of course she's she's vulnerable she's his mother it's just kind of one of those things but the person who has the money like you're gonna have to do a little more convincing
1: right
2: yeah
0: um, another thing that we saw that I thought was interesting was you obviously this kidnapping is going to take a while to get come to its end, mm-hmm. uh, mainly because we need a show here, <laughs> but also um, you were mentioning earlier took about five months it took for five months, right? Which is mm-hmm. a long time period to be kidnapped.
1: That's why I was like, this is so inefficient. Like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Don't you want like? five months like how much are you spending keeping this boy alive at this point and just deal like the amount of time in five months is it gonna mirror like how much they get paid at the end like I don't know
0: I know and it was the craziest thing it was I liked how they were doing the, those scenes and with the music with the song that we opened up with and it just shows just how it's just a waiting game, right? Mm-hmm. The Getty doesn't Getty family isn't really sure this is actually happening. Uh, Paul's mom is sure, and they're going back and forth with a negotiation, and they're just waiting. And with that, um, some I won't say I would say friendships, right? Friendships are starting to be made between uh, Getty and the kidnappers. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think about those relationships kind of coming to to uh, to, to place? It
1: was kind of. I mean, obviously not ideal, mm-hmm. but like for the kidnapper kidnapped relationship, but it definitely makes for a more interesting story. I mean, I think it's nice to see that dynamic and the more human side of the kidnappers because instead of portraying these people as like black and white villain, angel, you kind of see that it's much more complex than that and these are people too, even though their actions are terrible and they're following Primo who's just this horrible, you know, Ruthless, like main head honcho in charge, um, but you kind of see that there is a more human side there, and you see Paul, like so lonely, kind of like befriending them in a way where they're where he's like, oh, do you want to be the best man at my wedding when I marry Martina?
0: Make I'll introduce you to Mick Jagger. Yeah,
1: like it's just part of me is like, is this Paul Getty the third being like crafty, or is he genuinely just like? trying to make a friendship to That's make the best out of his situation. Is he trying to, like, is this part of him, like, conning them or, like, trying to make his situation better or is he just trying to, like, deal with the cards that he's been dealt?
2: Right. I feel like it's meant to be. It's kind of like if you're not really cut off emotionally and just, like, torturing and you're not in the room with this person all the time, like, of course it's 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 less likely for you to build a relationship, But the fact that they're kind of like trying to fish together and find food and all of this stuff, I feel like they're, you, I mean, it's meant to be, you're going to, you have nobody else around. So you're going to kind of get to know each other no matter what. Um, so I mean, you have 24 hours throughout a day. How much can you really do if you, if you really put Like, say we're all sitting here for 24 hours. I mean, eventually we're going to get to know each other because it's kind of like, what else do we have to do? Mm -hmm. No phone, no, uh, you know, no TV, no No distractions.
1: Can you imagine not having any podcasts like (laughs) that? No, like,
0: distractions. do you have a
1: podcast you want to tell us about? There actually is a podcast I want to tell you about. It's called Conversations with Maria Menounos. It's really amazing. So if you want to have fun learn, and grow in all aspects of your life. I highly recommend you check out this podcast. Um, You know, it's actually hosted by Maria Manunos, as the title suggests, who is our uh, AfterBuzz TV founder and host, and it drops every Friday on iTunes. It features celebrity and influencer interviews, along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life, from health and wellness to career, relationships, finances, and more, let our Maria be the big sister you've always wanted. So just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free, you guys. Woo! Be sure to rate and comment, and when you do, let Maria know that it was the trust panel that sent you there. So just comment below and and let everyone know that that's how you found it. Uh, It's called Conversations with Maria Menounos, podcast edition. Make sure to check it out because she has some amazing tidbits in there for everyone, honestly.
0: Yeah, she really does. I feel like these poor people... I would have enjoyed listening to this podcast out in the middle of nowhere. It's beautiful as the landscape is. I'm sure they're getting bored as we've seen in this episode.
1: Right, exactly.
2: (laughs) A podcast would have been nice. It
1: would have been nice, yeah. Um, And I would have learned English that way. Yeah. (laughs) Primo. Is it
0: too much of a stretch to think to say, tell me if I'm wrong or if you agree, that Primo is, in a way, Getty Sr.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: And... You know, Paul and the, the guys helping him out, the, the co-kidnappers, are his girlfriends in a way. It's the same dynamic as we're seeing at the at this at Paul Senior's house. Do we see that duality between Paul?
1: That's super interesting. However, I do think that Primo is way more ruthless than Getty. Really? I don't see a humane aspect in the way that Primo is being portrayed at all. However, I do see the humanity in Getty. I think with Getty, it's more about wanting to be right, and although both of them are motivated by money, both Primo and Getty Sr. are motivated by money, with Getty, he does want to do the right thing, Mm -hmm. as long as it's portrayed the right way by the masses. Like, it has to be interpreted the right way by the masses. So, for him, when he says, uh, I'll pay $600 plus expenses, it's because he doesn't want to seem like he's been a victim to extortion and that this is a negotiation, not an extortion. So he's very careful with how the public perceives him. Versus Primo, I think he just wants the money and that's it, and he demands respect in a different way through violence. With Getty, it's all through his words and his resources. When you I do you see, do you
2: yeah, see uh, I Getty can- having... <laughs> I can see it because he's super ruthless. Like, Getty is just as ruthless as Primo. It may be in different aspects, but they're both just kind of ruthless people. I don't feel like Primo is just ruthless. Like, he still has a hum- humanized size. He was laying there talking with them at first before the $600 you know i mean he was literally laying there talking and, and even about the dogs even um when they were outside that he that was primo laying down on the grass and what the other person was, was translating for him but they were yeah. talking so when he asked him, to, when he did ask him to tell the story, and it was about the dogs, it was one of those things where yeah, you had to get information, but the way you did it was not as a kidnapper. Like you didn't torture him, you didn't, you didn't tell him like if you don't give me this information, I'm going like oh wait for future episodes. Really, That's why it's gonna come out. <laughs> I mean yeah, true because now he's been tipped off the same way that Getty. If he's tipped off, he just cuts you off. Mm-hmm. So it's it is the it's the same balance. of... Of, of how they react it's just how they react kind of differently but with primo i mean he's the same way like he didn't rush in there and was like i'm gonna torture you i'm gonna do this i need this and i need this and i you know trying to force information on he's smart he's 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 a smart criminal and i do see i do see what you're saying and i can see the similarities of their personalities and how they are both kind of like these very complicated people. <laughs> yes. That, and that's why I feel like they're also kind of butting heads a little bit,
0: too. I, I see the, right. the butting they're both, of the I, heads. I, they're, like, both di- they're both driven by power and by money.
1: Just the main mm-hmm. difference is that Primo is the type of person who will go out and shoot someone to get what he wants. Getty is the type of person that will pay someone to shoot that person for him. So one takes it into his own hands. The other knows the power of delegating (laughs) to very show. Well, one has
2: money and the other one is... Seeking (laughs) money. Seeking money. So it is still different, but the fact that it all counts as one, like you can pay somebody to go out and kill somebody, but you're still the corporate. Like the, like if you you would be charged as an accessory if they found out that you you had somebody, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, either way it goes,
0: you're dead. Yeah, <laughs> like well, with that sentiment, Mina, uh, we see Chase mm-hmm. come back. We thought we were done, but no, we're not done, and he's going back, flying back to Rome. That's the moment when I saw some humanity in Getty because mm-hmm. Getty's. Lending his plane, he's his chase. It's not like Chase is on on hold, waiting to go to Rome. Chase is busy doing other things within the Getty family. He, he handles security, so he's always busy. So he's Getty's in a way sacrificing his someone he trusts to, to who's supposed to work on his property right. to have him leave to have him hop on a plane, which costs money. cost gas even Mm -hmm. though they own oil you know right he's spending money and I think it goes back to the point you were making earlier Mina that he it's how he's perceived and he part of him wants to make sure that Paul's okay I believe Mm -hmm. it's not like he's written him off and does not care he's putting measures in place he just does not want to be Mm-hmm. as simple as that do you agree monique or no
2: i mean i can g- agree because at the end of the day we all know what happens i mean he's let go so there you go again it's still the alignment of primo doesn't really want to kill you know um the third and i'm just calling him the third mm-hmm. <laughs> primo doesn't want to kill getty the third and in, in in some where weird, weird comp complicated way Getty the senior does doesn't want to see him die, so I mean,
0: who's going to take know. over
1: Getty Oil? He needs his grandson. No,
0: I think that's a great point, Mina, because that's true. Though, is there is it possible to say that that Getty still has? a little bit of hope that Paul's going to turn
1: his act around? No. No? No. 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 I don't think he's doing it for that reason. I think he's doing it. Like, if anything, I don't want to assume the worst in him, but say he does rescue J. Paul Getty III. I mean, we all know how the story ends in real life, but I'm saying it's still good PR for him because he did something good for his grandson and rescued him. So the headline is still going to be, J. Paul Getty Sr. rescues grandson and pays blah 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 amount and negotiates amazingly to get his grand whatever, whatever the right. story is. Well, right? which is
0: really true because in the first episode the notion of this family being struck by so much tragedy, yes, hurts him. But it's really established that he is just fed up. He's just like, why are we having all these tragedies and all these deaths and all these things happening? And it's tarnishing the Getty name,
1: mm-hmm. and that
0: that holds a lot for him. Yeah, mm. it really does. It definitely does. <laughs> uh, before we head into predictions, the last piece I wanted to discuss was our lovely twins, uh, Martina, who's been who's dating uh, Paul. Paul had said before he left to go be fake kidnapped, which we all know then became a real kidnapping, uh, that he would marry her and they would move to Morocco, I believe, and live happily ever after. Mm-hmm. So, do we trust this Martina?
1: <laughs> well, mean, Martina went to the now.
2: police. So, her sister was a different story. Um, but Martina, when the mom approached her, Martina went to the um, police. So, I do believe that she she just, like she said, she just wants him back. And I do believe that she loves him. The twin, her sister, was a different story.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Well, but- but the twin's not as emotionally invested, so she can see things a little bit more selfishly. I guess they're both selfish in different ways. I mean, Martina has, like... She wants to have Paul back. Like, this is her, the love of her life. Like, she wants to get married to him, even if it means that... Really the
0: love of her life, though?
1: I mean, Do you really see... It?
0: I think she really likes him. I don't know if she's the love of his life. She's I the love she... of his
1: life, and I think she likes the idea of him. Um, yeah. But I think, of course, she's fearful of her own life. That that's why she didn't come forward previously. But now that she actually saw the picture of him being tortured, that's kind of the catalyst for I need to do the right thing, this shouldn't be happening, I need to redeem myself for what I had previously done and I need to help, even if right. that means jeopardizing my life in any way.
0: The reason why I say is that really... Okay, maybe, it's, maybe she's acting... With a little bit of delay. I'll give her that. But Mm. the reason I was saying, like, is she really the love of his life? Like, I don't know if that's the love of your life. Why are you treating his mother so poorly? That's your future mother-in-law. She's ignoring her. She's not responding when this poor, and regardless of relationship, this poor mother is showing this terrible picture. She's terrified about the whereabouts of her son. And you have information and you're withholding that. Well, you have
2: to. I don't know because if she loves him, that that's a that's a hard thing until because she acted like that until they saw the picture. But the thing is, is like she's holding the information because remember they had a plan and she wants to continue with his plan. She doesn't want to mess that plan up. Like they need this money. He has a plan in place. She's like, okay, I'm not messing up the plan just to tell your mom all this stuff. And so I feel like that's why she withheld the information and didn't really say anything. Right. So until she saw the picture and that's when she decided to go to the police and not not tell her because then if she she has to tell everything. And then it's kind of like, well, do you if he really needs to be rescued now, we really need to get him rescued instead of saying, "Hey, this was a plan that we all came up with because we were cokeheads and we had to like get money that we owed, um, so I don't know. I I I still I still don't think that takes away from her loving him. I think he, okay. I think she really loves him.
0: That is that is a good point because it's true that um, it's good to point out that she did not know. And in, in this storyline, now everybody's finding out that this is actually real and this is really scary. But it's true that much like Paul Senior. It she didn't have all that information, so people are withholding. But now that everything's kind of more and more exposed, what are you guys' thoughts for the episodes to come? Let's head into predictions. I can't wait to hear what you guys have to. What you guys are predicting?
1: <laughs> what now, do you think is gonna Retulus happen?
0: What are predictions. Yes. <laughs> all right, Monique, tell me.
2: Um, as we see in the next episode, I I just feel like it. it the climax is coming. Like they're going to get more action. I really want to see the finger cutting off and all that stuff. I oh like God. action. Stuff. So um... I think it's an ear. Is ear. it his ear? It's ear which somehow oh, okay. feels grosser. Yeah, that's <laughs> we can debate next even week even more. But as we see, his, the the guy tries to help him and get away. Primo kind of maybe finds out because he you know picks up the phone and the mom is like, "Is that you?" Um, and, you know, just kind of heading in, heading more into that direction. So I would like to see, um, how Primo kind of reacts, um, and how does he find them? Like they, sh- they left way before he got back. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah, those are just kind of things that I think will go into next episode that I would like to cover and just
1: see.
0: Ooh, cool. I mm-hmm. like it. What about you, Mia?
1: I want to see more of the relationship between Gail and Getty senior and then also Gail and Getty the grandson mm-hmm. um, to kind of establish because we know how much she loves him and you know we know the attachment she has for her for her son but I want to like get more tidbits and like flashbacks into his early childhood we got a little bit of that with the when he was talking about his different dogs and doing the puppet show I want to see if he's going to open up even more or how that's going to go because I just want to find out more about Getty the grandson because they're saying like to him quote you're a little shit end of quote and of course they're going to think that of him because what mom and dad would only want to pay $600 is that what he's worth my favorite quote in the entire episode was when he said I don't know what I'm worth because he really doesn't like he doesn't have like this closeness to his family but he's not a bad person either I think just circumstances right. have made him kind of go on his own and venture out into the world and try to find himself. So, Is it
0: debatable that he doesn't know what a lot of things are worth? He doesn't know his worth but with all the money in the world that some, one day is accessible to you one day is not,
1: mm-hmm. do you really have a
0: notion of what value is?
1: I feel like he kind of does because it's different if he grew up in extreme wealth. He never grew up with his grandfather being around. Like, he grew up with his mother who was struggling all the time. Financially. Right, but didn't he
0: have the grandfather and the Getty name in the back of his mind? Everyone, yeah, he's everyone always knows had who that. he is. Everyone mm-hmm. knows who he is. And, you know, even though he, he came up with this idea of the kidnapping and all this stuff, I feel like it's always been in the back of my mind. Do you think It I'm wrong? is.
2: No, I think it's always been in the back of his mind. This is my question When is the father going to get involved? Yeah. Like, where's dad? Where's real dad? <laughs> like, um, so that that's my thing. But I he's always yeah, he's always had that notion because he's tried to run from it. So it's always there because he's trying to get away from it. So he knows every time he can't. Yeah, every time he stresses that I, I don't wanna be that, I wanna get away from it, I try to get away as far as possible, that's because it's
0: always in his mind. Right. Mm-hmm. And I love your idea of flashbacks. I would love to see that more. Um how this divorce came about, what is Gail's relationship with Getty to this day, how much, you know, did he like her during the marriage? Did he, now where does it stand? I think that's a great point. I I would really love to see that. Another thing I would love to see, we saw a bit about uh, in this episode was more into the relationship between Getty and uh, Penelope. I would really want to see more of how that's kind of going to evolve. Yeah. She got... I feel
1: like Penelope might be discovered for being um Having extracurricular activities. <laughs> extra, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Extracurricular um, activities. I, I think she, she was definitely. fearful of that because one of the other women, like, I think she thought one of the other women was insinuating that she was having an extramarital affair by questioning, like, her Were whereabouts but then it just came back to oh she was just being paranoid in that moment that's not what I was really i don't know really because happening. getty
0: was saying like you're you're out of town a lot like for diff uh, always doing different affairs, and I was just like, Oh, affairs is he saying she's having an affair? It's like, No, it's like a business, it's an, it's an affair, it's an event. Mm-hmm. But yet, he's pretty suspicious, and so I would really like to see more about that. I want to see more mm-hmm. about how she fell in love with her other side piece. Mm-hmm. I want to see that dynamic. I want to see maybe how she used to be with Paul and how these women were introduced. Mm-hmm. Has it always been like this? Is it something that happened overnight? Is it something that she was prepared for? Or was something that she was not? He in this episode said that she was his favorite but yet we see a lot of tension in terms of this physical physicality Mm -hmm. she tries to really make out with him and he doesn't let that happen Mm -hmm. so
1: and that his line he's so convincing and persuasive the fact that he would say you know, oh, these women I just spend time with at night, but you're the one that I really love during the daytime, right. and that's what matters most. That is such what, an f boy type of line <laughs> like who says something like that? Paul Getty is
0: an f boy he really I is. wrote that quote down. I thought that was <laughs> spending a night with a woman is easy, but with whom to spend the day, that is the real challenge. <laughs>
1: What a little it is. it is. I mean, F-A-way. I would slap anyone who said that to me. Oh my I would god! Slap anyone so who said twisted to me. is that
0: the way the way that scene unraveled. It seemed as if it was kind of sweet. It was as it was happening. I was like, oh, that's sweet. And then as it's done, you're like, wait, well, how am I saying this
1: is sweet? This
0: is so messed. You up. know why it's
1: sweet? It's because he never shows an ounce of affection. That the one like little glimmer of affection you see, you're like, oh. He's not that bad after all. Like, oh, he wants to pay six hundred dollars for his grandson. He's not that bad after all. It's because he's such a ter he's been portrayed as such a terrible person that now any like mediocre thing that he does that's remotely in the positive like skews positive, we're like, wow, he's actually not a bad person.
0: Well the thing is that with that scene, I was just like, okay. He he has some kind of real marriage with her. They're really they, they're a family. They're there for each other. He says that she's his her favorite, his favorite. So okay, I see that, and he just likes to have a verity when it comes to his sexual partners. At least he's open. I I kind of started to get this dynamic, but just that that kissing scene, I was just like, wow, you're just so insulting because you you like her as a friend and as a wife, but not really as. Sexual being, and that must really, really hurt. So, anyways, for my prediction, and, and what I would like to see more of is that is how did this relationship come about? And yeah, that, that'd be really, really exciting to see. In the meantime, guys, also please make sure to go on our iTunes, leave a comment there, tell us your thoughts on what what predictions you would like to see, your thoughts on the episode, your thoughts on our after show, and you also go on YouTube and like us. Leave a comment there too. We look at both. We enjoy reading both. Leave one there and one in the other place. And also while you're at it, AfterBuzz is so cool. They have so much, so much content and we you know what? As we sign off, what, are you guys, what shows are you guys up to? Tell the people where they can find you and what shows they can watch more of you and your opinions about.
2: Right. I'm Anika Loveless and you can find me everywhere on all social media platforms at Miss Mo Loveless and that's M-S- Mo Lovelace, and I am doing the after show for uh, The Voice every Tuesday, and it's super exciting. So that's fun. Oh,
1: fun!
0: And I engineer that show. I, I help produce it, and she does do a good job. And you guys really should check it out because it's yes, really fun. You. Mina, what about you? Hey,
1: everyone. I'm Mina. You can find me on social media at Mina Makes Magic, and you can also catch me uh, hosting the panel for Rise every Tuesday at 9pm very
0: very neat well you guys I uh, you can find me I do the Tomorrow Show with Kevin on who's our founder and which is on Wednesdays at 7pm so you can watch it live or on demand as you please and, yeah, make sure to come back next week and check us out. We really, really enjoy doing this show, and we enjoy mostly talking to you guys and conversing with you guys. So, please, give us all the feedback. You can do that also on uh, AfterBuzz Instagram, AfterBuzz's Twitter, and also if you want to follow me personally on Instagram, I'm at Bonjour BonjourJuliette. See you until next time. Bye, guys. See ya. Bye.